Hi everyone, David Harris here for Criminal Injustice with a news bonus. On January 22nd of 2020, Attorney General William Barr announced a new initiative. There will be a new commission on crime and law enforcement. Now, let's come to specifics. We got to go a little back into history here, back to the 1960s when there was another National Commission on Crime and Disorder. This was put together by President Lyndon Johnson and the Congress. Uh, and there have been calls in the time since for a new commission to be formed. And this goes back in at least into the mid-20-teens. You know, by that time, the national conversation and consensus had really shifted on criminal justice. We'd gone from the tough-on-crime days of the 80s and 90s into talking about mass incarceration and its problems in the 2000s. And then by 2010, by 2012, by 2014, we were certainly in a new era of how we understood the issues of crime, criminal justice, and the need for reform. Calls were coming from both sides on this issue to get something done, to to shape that new national consensus into something useful. And so you had a number of bills that popped up in successive Congresses. I remember that one in particular was uh, floated by uh, and introduced by a then-senator from Virginia, James Webb, and this called for a new crime commission, the first since the 1960s. That bill did not pass, and into the Trump administration, there were still calls that there should be something done, some kind of a commission. Well, Congress never passed a bill, but last October, the president signed an executive order uh, telling the attorney general to form such a commission, but with the Trump administration, uh, under first attorney general Jeff Sessions, and now now Attorney General uh, William Barr, it's pretty clear that this administration has a very different idea about what's wrong in the criminal justice system uh, and what needs to be done. And on January 22nd, Attorney General Barr went forward and appointed the members of that crime commission pursuant to the president's executive order. Uh, this is called the Presidential Commission on Law Enforcement and the Administration of Justice. And you look at what uh, Attorney General Barr announced, you look at the membership of the commission, you look at its stated purposes, and you can see certain things are being telegraphed here. It is not clear that this will be an open, full-ranging examination of the many issues, problems, and even the emerging consensus uh, among actors in the criminal justice space that reform is needed. Instead, what we see here very early on are signs that this is a very different sort of effort with different goals. Start first with the membership on the commission. Every person on the commission is connected to law enforcement or to public agencies whose main and sometimes only mission is about law enforcement and public safety. There are no defense-oriented people. There are no people whose, uh, whose jobs or whose uh, uh, portfolios include uh, uh, issues such as social support. Uh, there are no, no people on the commission with anything other than a law enforcement background and agenda. And that's a troubling sign. I mean, even on the president's 
uh, Task Force on 21st Century Policing, uh, convened in late 2014 and early 2015 by President Obama. Uh, there were law enforcement people, but they weren't the only people. There were academics. There were people who'd done studies. Uh, there were people from communities affected by policing. Uh, so it was not a kind of one dimensional membership. So the membership is one concern. But then when we look at what the Attorney General lays out here as the specific questions and challenges, now we really have some new information about where the, where this is going to head. Uh, point number one, he made the challenges to law enforcement associated with mental illness, homelessness, substance abuse, and other social factors. That's certainly something that needs to be examined. Uh, but then we go on, and it's pretty much law enforcement all the way down from here. Recruitment, hiring, and training, and retention of law enforcement. Refusals by state and local prosecutors to enforce laws or prosecute categories of crime. Now, this is the thing that I think really tips Barr's hand here, because he's already been vocal, and I've talked about this on other news bonuses. He's already been vocal about his uh, he, how upset he is with elected local prosecutors elected by the people in their cities and counties to change and reform the system, uh, making moves exactly like this. And he's put a target on them, essentially, uh, with this commission. Point number four, the need to promote public confidence and respect for the law and law enforcement officers. This is another one of Barr's bugaboos. And it was one of Jeff Sessions, too, that police officers were not being given sufficient respect. And Barr himself very recently says, uh, hey, if communities don't respect the police, uh, the police should just not serve them. That'll teach them. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but you remember that. And then point number five, the effect of technological innovations. So what we have here is a group that's going to get together, issue a national report, and I expect uh, from all the signs that this is going to be almost ent entirely from the point of view of law enforcement to serve law enforcement. Now, it isn't that law enforcement is not part of the concerns in the criminal justice space. It very much is. Policing uh, very much has concerns, things that need to be addressed, and we talk about that here. But to isolate that entirely and to say this is the problem, it's insufficient respect, it's people not paying the kind of respect law enforcement should have, it's elected officials who are not doing what we think they should do, that, I think, is a problem. We're going to keep our eyes on this here at Criminal Injustice and keep you informed all the way. I'm David Harris. I'll be back with you next time. Criminal Injustice is written by David Harris, produced by Josh Rollerson, and supported by listener contributions. Find past episodes, show notes, and more at criminalinjusticepodcast.com.